Hello, I'm Dr. Stephanie Phillips, joined by Dr. Michelle Seawright, and we are Georgia Medicine Women. We're direct primary care doctors, and we welcome you to our podcast, where we share stories that will inspire and motivate you in your journey towards health and wellness. Welcome back to the Georgia Medicine Women podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Um, today's podcast is um, about genetic breast cancer testing, genetic testing for Woo-hoo! breast cancer. Catch um, that breast cancer. Get it. <laughs> Get it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> but first, we're going to do our medical mountain speak. And today I get to introduce it. Uh, actually, one of our listeners uh, sent us one in, and we're going to feature that one today. So, Stephanie, can you guess if I were to say honker, um, what would that mean? I'll use it in a sentence. I got a big honker on my head when I hit that desk. <laughs> I don't know why. I just can't stop laughing at hearing you say honker. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just funny. Um, honker is like a um, like a big giant like a knot, like a hematoma, like a bruise. Is that what it yes. is? Yep. That's what I imagine it is. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> Honker. Can you imagine being the doctor in the ER and you're like from New Jersey and somebody comes in and like, I got a honker on my head. You're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> this is why you listen to Georgia Medicine Women podcast. So we can tell you what it means. You're welcome. Yep. <laughs> one you're of the views to look like an idiot in front of your patient. <laughs> oh, me. That's hilarious. So we're talking about a serious topic (laughs) for breast cancer. Should I get genetically tested? You know, I have a lot of patients ask me this question. So it's it's a hot topic. Um, We have a lot of tools in our tool belt for screening for cancer. So, and in my research uh, on this topic, like I actually found there's a bunch of different little models to sort of predict uh, risk of breast cancer that, uh, honestly, I was unaware of. I mean, I guess if you're a breast expert, you know these things. But as a family doctor, um, I just go on the general risk. And um, I, I honestly haven't heard of these. Some Gale Model 2. Have you heard of a Gale Model 2? No, I don't even know what that is. Tell yeah, me what so- it is. Let's, let's talk about all of them because I know you, I think you've done a little bit more research than me. I usually use a little score sheet. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what the actual updates are on this and, and go from there. So, so it goes through, I mean, the general risk factors, um, of, uh, that we think of. So I'm just going to mention them all. So, um, believe it or not, the age at which you start your period, uh, has a, has a potential increased risk for breast cancer there. Um, so is it, it like if you started your period when you were younger, you have yep. a lower risk? Um, I, believe higher risk. I believe it's the, um, the younger you start, the higher the risk. Okay. Starting menstrual periods at a young age is linked to a small increase in breast cancer. See, I told you the younger. Yeah. You're right. Women who begin their periods before age 11 have a 15 to 20% higher risk of breast cancer than women who begin their periods at age 15. Isn't that interesting? So interesting. Uh, the younger you start, the higher the risk of your breast cancer potential. Now, the, now they say uh, breast um, 
feeding your, your children is protective. So if you don't breastfeed your children, then you have a slightly increased risk for breast cancer. As well. I'm screwed. I didn't breastfeed and I started my period when I was nine. So. Oh, me. Does that mean I need to have a blood test? Um, I think it all, all there's other, that's just, um, factors. So all of these things are going to go into a calculator basically, or, or the, you know, the history of you to be able to decide, do you need actual genetic testing? Um, so there's other factors, your family history, your, um, ancestry. So there, there is a known, uh, an ancestry Ashkenazi Jew, please don't, um, uh, crucify me for saying that term incorrectly. But if you are of that Jewish descent, then you have an increased risk of breast cancer. Obviously, if you've had chest radiation for any other, any, if you've had breast cancer before, I'm, I'm sure that everybody who has breast cancer, they get a genetic test at this point um, in, in care. Um, so again, first degree relative with breast cancer um, or any other um, father relatives, paternal relatives with, with cancer. So that, that is that Gale model. Um, and then the other ones are either a little bit more extensive, um, or, um, more user-friendly. So they, they just basically say, do you have a first degree relative, multiple female, females in the family with a history of breast cancer or ovarian cancer? Yeah. I like the score that sometimes takes into consideration more than just first degree relatives. Cause I know um, you can have, you can have family history of breast cancer, but like your mom or sister didn't have it. But like in my case, my mom never had breast cancer. My sister hasn't had breast cancer, but my grandmother had breast cancer and my aunt had breast cancer on my mom's side. So that was two women in the same family, but they're not first degree. Right. So that, IBIS score, the Tyrer Cusick score, takes into account that, you know, secondary family history um, beyond the first degree relative. And um, so it might be a better score to use for patients who have some of those other family members if you're thinking about wanting to compare your scores um, when doing the testing. Some so of these also involve alcohol consumption, yeah. which is a risk factor. Um, how look on mammograms if you have breast dense breasts you're higher risk yep um and any personal cancer history at all so if you've had melanoma or another non-breast related cancer you're a higher risk as well so it's really interesting mm -hmm. so along the lines of breast cancer i also have patients um ask if they need an mri or will a mammogram do and essentially what I tell my patients is um, the mammogram is the gold, you know, the gold standard at the time at this time to, to screen for breast cancer. And if you've had a lump or something in the past, or if you have very dense breast, then the, the MRI is the next step to consider. Um, and then um you you can't compare a mammogram and an MRI. You kind of have to compare what we what, what we say apples to apples and oranges to oranges. So you need the same study each. If you get an MRI, you have to have an MRI every time, basically to 
if you, if there's an abnormality specifically uh, to compare that abnormality over time versus a mammogram um, and an MRI, you can't compare the abnormality there. And sometimes one study doesn't pick up the, the abnormality and the other one will, but in general, that's my take on, do you get an MRI, do you get an MRI of your breasts? Yeah, that's great. That's really good counseling. Love it. So not everybody needs a genetic test uh, for breast cancer. It's mainly people who have a strong family history or um, ancestry. Um, and what we call the strong family history, just like you said, was, you know, first degree relatives, multiple second degree relatives, I would say. Um, and then if specifically, if you have a lump too, that you're concerned about uh, with that family history. And then we kind of talk about the minor, more minor risk factors, but they go into the overall calculation in our mind is your age of uh, when you started your period, when you had a kid, um, if you were um, on any sort of uh, birth control or if you've had any other type of cancer in the, in your past as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's good. So um, how do, how does a person get tested? So once we've determined, okay, you're high risk, we need to do, you meet criteria to be tested for um, this gene. Is it a blood test? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've, I've done a couple of blood tests when I was, I was in the Navy. Um, we had all the, the, we have a, had a whole bunch of paperwork that we had to fill out in order to qualify the patient, but it was a simple blood test. And since mm -hmm. I've been out of the Navy, same thing, simple blood test. Yep. Easy peasy. Do, um, does insurance cover that or is it just depend on the plan? I guess it depends on the plan. Um, for sure. We actually had a patient at our practice recent, you know, because we're direct primary care and patients um, will have access to wholesale pricing, but the BRCA testing, even at, uh, in our DPC practice, it was pretty expensive. I, I want to say in the, in the realm of 500 uh, to $900. I, I can't remember right off the top of my head, but I do remember it was in my mind, a pretty expensive test. So October's coming up. It's the end of um, August now as we record this um, and October's coming up and that's Breast Cancer Awareness Month and um, just wanted to uh, make this uh, topic uh, at the top of your mind to consider, you know, what are your options for breast cancer testing um, and uh, screening and, you know, you may have some, th some fleeting thoughts in your head of what um, test do you, you know, should you get genetic testing? Should you get an MRI? Should you, what test is best for you? And right. So, yeah. Right. Even if you don't have insurance, um, there are some programs that offer free mammograms around October for patients who are uninsured to get that screening completed. And so we are big advocates for getting the screening in and um, um, trying to prevent this horrible disease. So um, catch it early and get rid of it. So yeah, we all have a friend or someone we know that has been um, affected by breast cancer. So it can be really devastating. And um, there's a lot of, a um, lot of stuff to read, a lot of stuff to talk about with this topic. 
um, definitely bring it up with your doctor. Sometimes your family doctor may be worried about other things or just not paying attention to maybe like your history or um, has had, you know, a reason other, you know, some other reason not to bring it up, but definitely bring this up during your physical and um, ask to be, uh, ask what scores you need to do. Um, there's several different online scores that you can use um, and you can always ask for a referral to a genetic um, testing center. They'll usually do counseling for you and do the testing for you. So it's, it's, it's interesting. It's a really interesting um, branch of medicine. I know there's not a lot of geneticists out there. So family doctors end up doing a lot of um, this work because there's just not enough um, genetic genetic specialists to do the work. Um, it's a long wait to see a geneticist and that kind of thing. So we try to inform ourselves about how to screen and what to do. And um, yeah, so I hope this was helpful for everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Um, definitely keep sending us that medical mountain speak. We really enjoy getting that and um, love talking to you guys on the podcast. We've had more interaction online. We've just had a blast doing this and um, we're really looking forward to putting out some more uh, content for you all. And uh, we really appreciate everybody and make sure you check us out on Facebook, Georgia medicine women, as well as our Instagram. And uh, well, you can email us uh, Georgia medicine women at gmail.com. So thanks and have a great week. See ya.